Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow, such a beautiful carol, amazing, hallelujah. Let us pray, Father, thanks for this opportunity to be together to celebrate the birth of the greatest man that ever walked the face of the earth, our savior, our messiah, our rescuer, our deliverer. We give you glory. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, in this time available to us, speak your word to us. Let us live with a message in our hearts. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together. You may be seated. Wow. It's good to see everybody. Well, just for about maybe 25 to 30 minutes, if possible. Just share something little with you. Tomorrow morning, we have a quick Christmas Day service. And then the celebration begins. All right? Matthew chapter 1. Boom. Let's go up. Matthew chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 18. The Bible says that, Now the birth of Christ was after this wise, that when his mother Mary being espoused to Joseph before they could come together, was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then her husband, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make a public example of her, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him in a dream and said to him, Joseph, fear not. To take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Here ends the reading of the Lord. Then you say, you don't say amen, don't be in a hurry. Say thanks be to God. Say it and let me hear. So next year or Easter, when we do readings, they will say, the first scripture reading is taken from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 21. Then they will read. When they finish, they will say, here ends the scripture of the Lord. Then we say, thanks be to God. You get it? Are you sharp? Are we on? Everybody's on. Yeah, so that you don't go somewhere, maybe be invited for a wedding. Say, here ends the scripture. Then you shout, like meaning of you shout, amen. No, no, no. Then they will say, you know me. That's the problem. The shouting is not the problem. They will say that you, you know me. That's the problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's, what was our scripture of the day? Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. It says what? And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good, new, good tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all the people. 
For unto you this day is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. So this morning I'm talking about Christ the Savior. Christ the Savior. Christ the Savior. Hallelujah. Man has always been plagued with problems and issues. Bible says in Job chapter 14, man is but of a few days. Man is of a few days, but of many troubles, of full of troubles. Okay, there it is. Man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. So every life is plagued with troubles. Wonderful. Tomorrow we'll explain the Jesus story. Because I think the Bible says Mary had a beloved. Before they could come together, Mary was pregnant by an angel. And the angel blamed it on the Holy Spirit. Then, later, Joseph wanted to break up. But he wanted to do it nicely. Church of God, we must learn to be nice. There are two things to learn from Joseph here. The Bible says he was a just man. And number two, he didn't want to disgrace Mary. So he wanted to take her to Tofim Baba and break the relationship at Tofim Baba. Sometimes, even in the church, we don't have just men or just women. When your neighbor makes a mistake, we just want to disgrace them. Whilst the Bible has told us that, brethren, if any of you is overtaken with a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. Looking at your own self. Being mindful of your own self. Hallelujah. So Joseph was a just man. And he did not want to disgrace Mary. So he wanted to do it quietly. But while he was thinking of these things. The angel of the Lord visited him. And spoke to him. God intervened. He said, "You, this is what I want to do. But let me think about it a little more. Sometimes we also rush into decisions. This is, this is just bonus. Please don't take it out of my time. It's just bonus. Sometimes you make decisions in a rush. And pastor, I've decided to marry this guy. Meanwhile, you've just known him two and a half days. Yeah, two and a half days. It's not even been three days. Even if Jesus was dead, he wouldn't have risen from the grave by then. Just two and a half days. But he thought about it. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And the angel of the Lord spoke to him. When the angel of the Lord spoke to him, he understood. When, you, when, when God speaks to you, try and understand. Bible says, God's wisdom, the difference between God's wisdom and our wisdom is like the earth and then the heavens. That's the, that's the distance. So when God speaks, here, when you see something in the word of God, don't challenge it. Don't argue with God. The Bible was there before you came. It will be there after you are gone. It will still survive when you are gone. So learn to obey the word of God. Amen. That was just by the way. But the angel said unto to Joseph, you will, the child that will be born, you will name him Jesus. And this is what he will do. He will save his people from their sin. Every group of people have had a savior. Every group of people, once upon a time, have had a savior. South Africa had Nelson Mandela. 
South Africa was under apartheid many years. I'm sure you know. Some of you were not born, but at least you heard. Then a savior in the form of Nelson Mandela came. He sacrificed 27 years of his life in prison to save South Africa from oppression. That's that day he made that famous speech, never and never again shall a people, remember, shall it be that a people of this nation might be oppressed by white what? By one to another. Okay, at least remember part of the speech. Do you remember the part where he said, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate, that we are great beyond measure? You don't, you don't. You don't, you don't. It's, it's 24th, you don't. South Africa had Nelson Mandela. Zimbabwe had who? Robert, His Excellency Robert Mugabe. Yeah. Uh, until recently that he was kicked out of office, Mugabe was the most educated president in the world. Did you know that? Far more educated than this Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. I, I don't want to even add Donald Trump. But I mean far more educated. If you, if you Google the most educated president in the world, it will come up. Robert Mugabe. Yeah. And, the, and when you Google the least educated president in the world, it will come up. It's not good to say it in the microphone. It's not good to say it in the microphone. Kenya had who? Jomo Kenyatta? Yeah, Kenya had Jomo Kenyatta. The country is even named after the guy. Kenyatta, Jomo Kenyatta. Ghana had Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. The first person to bring independence to Africa. He's the one who said the independence of Ghana is meaningless until it's extended to the total liberation of Africa. His vision was for us to have United States of Africa. So Africa would have just been one place if Kwame Nkrumah had had his way. He's the one who also said about Ghana, the people of Ghana have the right to manage and mismanage their affairs. So for 60 years or so, Ghana has successfully managed and mismanaged its affairs. Who else? Who else? Which other country? Which, which nation is here? Libya had who? Congo. Congo, you had who? You had Patrice Lumumba. Yeah. Congo had Patrice Lumumba. Then, His Excellency Joseph. No, no, no. No, not, no, 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 no. Mubutu Seses Joseph Prince. Mubutu Seseseku Kukubengu Wasabanga. He came to remove Patrice Lumumba. Yeah. Joseph, his name is Joseph Prince. One person, his name cannot fit on an A4 sheet. Joseph Prince, Mubutu, Sese Seku, Kukubengu, Wasabanga. 
So every group of people, even America, had to be liberated from the British. I think it's only the British who just woke up and existed. They were great from the beginning. When they woke up, they named their country Great Britain. And then they went around the whole world, colonizing the world and telling everybody that we are Great Britain. America had to be liberated from the British. They had Washington, Jefferson, and Adam. No, before Lincoln. These three people, George Washington, Adam, and Jefferson, these three guys. You see, science students are lost. (laughs) And then they fought the war to liberate America. Then George Washington became president. Yeah. Then after that, Adam and Jefferson, like that, in that order. Hallelujah. The human race also is plagued with problems. The Bible says the Savior, the word Savior means a deliverer, a Messiah, a rescuer. Somebody who comes to rescue you from something. May God rescue you from every problem you are in. Somebody who delivers you from a predicament. And man's predicament was sin. In the Garden of Eden, God had created what would have been heaven. Where his presence will forever be. And he put Adam and Eve. Unfortunately, the devil came into the garden and plagued man and caused man to sin. And that sin was the beginning of all man's problems. Everything that leads to death is caused by sin. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. The reward for sin is death. And since Adam sinned, all the human race had sinned. So, David even explained to those who argue that if my mother has, has sinned, what has it got to do? He said, in sin did my mother conceive me. And even when you think about it, if you should do the math, you will realize that many of us, we were conceived in sin. Your mother will say, today is our 34th wedding anniversary. And you are 37. You ask yourself, when, when, when did I come? Or you look at the wedding pictures and you see yourself in the wedding pictures. You are not supposed to be in the wedding pictures. Do you understand that sin was in the beginning? In the beginning. Even some of you who were not there for the wedding, sometimes your father was somebody else's beloved. They were happy in the church, singing Christmas carols. Then, then your mother came on the scene with her cornrow. With her cornrow. I mean, just a cornrow. I mean, if you would take somebody's beloved, at least bring a Brazilian hair. But cornrow. She used her cornrow 
to take the beloved and marry the beloved and later give birth to you. So sin is deep in us. And for us to be free, we needed to be saved. So God made many rescue attempts. He brought a guy called Noah to save us. Noah built an ark to save God's people. Try, even before Noah, he brought Abraham. He tried. Abraham did his best, but it was not enough. Then he brought Noah. After Abraham, he brought Noah. Noah built an ark. Noah was very smart. He built an ark. I'm going to put all the people there so that they don't sin anymore. He tried and tried and tried. Only animals agreed to go into the ark. And he and his family. Noah was not successful. He brought other people. Then he brought perhaps the greatest prophet of all time. His name was Moses. This guy came doing miracles. Different miracles. Turning a river into blood. Parting the Red Sea. God was hoping that through Moses, his children would be saved from their problem, which is sin. However, after everything Moses did, the children of Israel, God's people, went back into sin. After a while, God realized that, you know something? This thing cannot work. I need a super savior. Sometimes you watch a movie, you see people try, try, then they bring a superhero. Yeah, they bring Rambo, Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, James Bond. It doesn't work. Then they say, let's try again. Then they bring Jack Bauer. There's no superhero like Jack Bauer. They bring Jack Bauer. It still doesn't work. They even brought Jack, what was his name? Chuck Norris. Look, Chuck Norris, recently I, I read, he said a king cobra had beaten him. So, Rambo was talking to him. Rambo, I, I hear a king cobra beat you. Then, they asked him, so what happened to the, what happened? He said, and the cobra died. <laughs> Jack Norris. Look. Recently we saw, I think Bishop and myself also, we saw a picture of Jack Norris. He's like 75 years old. He looks younger than a lot of us. Yeah, Jack Norris. A snake bit him, the snake died. Still, they couldn't save the world. Then, G, then God said, let me bring my last savior. And God brought Jesus. 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 He said, I'm bringing somebody. In Malachi chapter 4, the last where the Bible says, and I'll bring up a prophet like Moses. And he shall turn the hearts of the people to the father. And the hearts of the father to the people. That's the last scripture in the Old Testament. 
Then when you flip to the New Testament, it starts. Now, this is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. As soon as God made that pronunciation, the next thing that happens in the Bible is that the Bible introduces a new character. And that character is Jesus. The Bible says he will save his people from their sins. ANC has tried to save us from poverty. We are still poor. Now, we are going to eat cereal with Rama and Pulsar. But we will see. If much will change. If much will change. If breakfast will be free. I hear he has shares, shares in Mac, uh, McDonald's. So maybe breakfast at McDonald's will be free. He owns McDonald's. Ah, then we'll vote for him if we don't get breakfast for free. But it won't save us. What will save us is a Messiah. And his name is Jesus. So Jesus being born into this world, God was introducing to us a savior. Somebody who will deliver us. Somebody who will rescue us. Somebody who will save us from our sins. I'm so glad that Jesus is the Savior, not not you. Because if it were you or myself, we will have preferences. I'll look at Claude and say, well, because he has a six pack and I have a one pack, I won't save him. Then I'll look at Meshach. I'll say, mm, stand up and let me see. Uh, Meshach. I don't even like the way you are wearing your tie. It's not, it's not, it's not. Lipondo. Stand up and let me see. Your hair is looking nice. I'll say, mm, Lipondo, Lipondo, Lipondo. What's your real name before you got the Lipondo name? Melody. Oh, you have a beautiful name as well. Well, but we'll keep calling you Lipondo. Anyway, I'll say Lipondo. Maybe I'll save you. Mm, Chanel. You. You were the one singing. I'll save you. I'll save you. Blondie. No. No. Were you in that drama? No. There are too many girls in heaven. Let's look for guys. Okay, I'll save the three of you. That's how we'll be picking. And we'll be choosing. I don't want this person to be my friend. And this person cannot be my I don't like the way she talks. I don't like the way he behaves. Everyone he comes to that doesn't respect me. It doesn't like me. I won't save you. We'll now begin to save people who are from our tribe. Are you are, are you a Zulu? So now that we are going to have a president from where is the president? Venda. And uh, it's only the, now. It was time of the Zulus. Now we are going to the vendors. 
all yellow bones, your time is over. That's how we will be picking. But this savior, he came to save everybody. 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 For God so loved the world. The biggest group of people. The world. He said, I'm, I'm going to save them. And I'm going to save the world. I'm not going to save white people. I'm not going to save black people. I'm not going to save Indians. I'm not going to save Hispanics. I'm not going to save Arabs. I'm going to save the world. Everybody. For God so love the world. That's why you... If it, look, if it was some of us who save according to riches, if you have money, if you have money, you will be saved. Now, if we are saving according to money, how many of us will make it? Before we save, we have to go and, please, go and check out how many Mercedes Benzes are there. And come, I'm serious. Go and check. If you see Mercedes Benz, come and tell me. Hey, only LPNG will make it. No Mercedes Benz. We are waiting for the report. Only those with Mercedes Benz. So, you will see when we get to heaven, a lot of us will not be there. Has he come? The way he's taking long, it means that he's not, he can't even find. He's now standing at the robot to see if a Mercedes Benz will come and pass. Did you find a Mercedes Benz? What type of cars are there? BMW. BMW. How many BMWs? One. If we can't find a Mercedes Benz, maybe we should set. Did you see an Audi? Yeah, there's an Audi. How many? Okay, so please, if you are the one driving the Audi and you are the one driving the BMW, is it a proper BMW or those? No, don't deceive us, those. Is it a modern? Are you sure? Was it made before freedom or after freedom? Hmm. Okay, since we don't know, we'll take it like that. Those with BM, the one with the BMW and the one with the Audi, they are the only people who will be saved. Assuming that they are not in the neighborhood who have just parked their car here, they are here, they will be saved. But Jesus, he came for everyone. Everyone. Young, old, short, tall, lady, guy, rich, poor, any color, any race. He came for everybody. That's why he qualifies to be the savior. After God sent Jesus, God has not sent any other savior again. Christ, the Messiah, is enough. It's enough. It's enough to save Congo. It's enough to save Zimbabwe. It's enough to save Ghana. It's enough to save South Africa. It's enough to save the vendors, the, the Zulus, the Crosses, the Twanes, the Ndebeles, the babies, everybody. It's enough to save everyone. That's Jesus Christ, the Savior. So he said to Joseph, the angel said to Joseph, he, he shall give birth to a son and you will call his name Jesus. For, that is explaining why would you call his name Jesus? 
for he shall save his people. We are his people and he has come to save us. He has come to save us. As we celebrate this season, let's celebrate it with hope in our hearts that our savior is enough. God doesn't have to send another one. He's enough to save us. He's enough to Maybe you are here this morning. Maybe you have not put your confidence in Jesus. It's time to put your confidence in the Savior. It's time to put your confidence. Sometimes our confidence is in so many things. Our confidence is... Sometimes we are even sitting in the church, but you have a bit... And Look, yesterday... Was it yesterday or yesterday's yesterday? One of the yesterdays. I was sitting with, I think, Lady Pastor Angie, my wife... I think, yeah, we were at home just chatting. Then somebody who said, who was going home from Johannesburg, she was going home. So she said, oh, I've arrived home. She's happy, everything. Then I was sitting there and suddenly I saw on my phone, she said to me, there are candles everywhere. So I replied, I said, is it load shedding or carol's night or rituals? When I said my response, the people with me started to laugh as though, usually when I talk, they just laugh as though it's not a serious something. Then time proves me right. Usually time proves me right. So it was like, oh, how can I ask if it's a ritual? Then she replied, rituals. Yeah, it was like, what type of question is this that you are asking? But her response was that the whole house is filled with candles and they are having Rituals in the house. Rituals. Many of us, when we say we are going home, we go and do rituals and we come back. Yeah, because we are not there. That's why you. I, I mean, you man know thyself. Look, nineteen nine hundred. Man know thyself. Oh, we are going home for something. You can't say what the something is. I used to be in Port Elizabeth, and I see people come all the way from. Pretoria, Johannesburg for Christmas. There are pastors who call me. That, oh, this my church member has come to town. This my church. So please let me know when you see her in church. We would never see them in church. The reason is that they have come to the place to do rituals, to fortify themselves. Yeah. Rituals. To fortify themselves. The church is very quiet. Yeah, it's a direct call, so you have to be quiet. Yeah. Rituals. January, you generally look around, some people will come, they'll be wearing rings. You say, I'm a prophet. I'm saying, you will say that I'm a prophet. Come, they're wearing rings. It's not a wedding ring. Yeah. They have come with rings. Some have come with chains. But because we can't see the chains, you wear something to cover it, we can't, but the chains are there. Some will come with omelets and what do you call it? Bracelets and yeah. Some will wear anklets. Yeah. You will think it's a decoration, but it's not a decoration. They've gone to do what? Fortify themselves. My brother and my sister, as we go into 2018, let your confidence be in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, the Savior, He's enough to save you from everything. Yeah, He's enough to save you. One of our church members just sent me a message last night. He said he was crossing 
from here to Lesotho. And this guy has a South African passport, but born in Lesotho. When he got to the border, he met an unreasonable and wicked, um, what do you call immigration officer. Yeah. You don't know about immigration officers when you are in your country. When you step out of your country, you hear the word, a new word is introduced to your vocabulary called immigration. Yeah. When, if you are in your country, you only fear police and traffic cop. That's all. But when you go outside your country, then a third one is introduced called immigration officer. Now, this he told me, he said the immigration officer took his ID and his passport and asked him, where were you born? So he said, oh, I was born in Lesotho. And he said, how did you get... Even, he just took it from him without even beginning to check anything on the system. He just looked at it and said, where were you born? So I was, he said, how did you get this? And he said to, he said to him, you will not see it again. Then he went away. Yeah, then he went away. Immigration officer. May God save you from immigration officers. Look, anytime I'm crossing O.R. Tambo, I start binding them. Whether I'm going out or coming in, I start finding that I bind every unreasonable immigration officer. I also bind the stupid ones. Because sometimes it's out of stupidity. No, 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 me too. I've seen one before. No, no, no. I mean, Ralph had a situation. Yeah, I think you have a hyphen in your name. And the guy typed the thing without the hyphen. So his name could not appear. I'll continue this story. Just remind me. Then I'll close. So his name could not appear. And they didn't want to let him in. And it's like, he's asking. Because if, if it's my name, I know the issues. Like, my name has two L's. When people write it, they write it with one L. So if you are looking for my name in a system and you are having a problem, I am the best person to tell you that you need two L's. So as he was trying to tell the immigration officer, the immigration officer told him, I've been working here for many years. At the end, he had to help the immigration officer. So I bind all the, those who were not qualified but have been employed, all of I bind all of them. I bind those who are having marital issues. I bind those who are having financial problems. I bind all of them. Yeah. Yeah. When I was coming with late Pastor Angela District, when we got to the queue, then unfortunately I had to go this way. She had to go this way. So I told her, see you on the other side. Then we split. I went to, I found a man, very nice guy, spoke to me nicely. When I came out, I was standing on the others. I started to look for her in the queue. Because I know the way immigration officers are. I started to look for her, and then I finally found her. As she was standing in the queue, and I was, I was praying in tongues. Yeah, I was praying in tongues. You don't take it for granted. You can just meet a set. Last time I was going out, no, before this one, the person just looked at my pastor and said, you have overstayed. I said, what type of nonsense is this? Do, 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 do you see how they work? You have overstayed. I said, overstayed where? <laughs> At the airport. <laughs> At the airport. <laughs> At the airport. 
So no, then she then he, he called a certain lady. Then lady, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he called the supervisor. I was standing there when the supervisor came, and then I think he asked for something, so I gave him. So he said, "Why didn't you tell the?" Then I asked him. I said, he asked me for my passport. If he had any problem, why didn't he ask? Isn't it his job? Yeah. Why didn't he ask? Yeah. Why didn't? So you meet them all over the place. All over the place. I pray that you become an immigration officer so that there will be peace in the church. <laughs> the Lesotho guy, let me finish the Lesotho story and then we close. So he was sitting there and he was speaking. He told me, I was just praying and asking Jesus to help me. Just help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Then suddenly, the guy came and the guy said, Take your things. Go. And then he, he got up and he walked out. So he was telling me, Now my fear is when I'm coming back. Because I need to come back to school. And I said, God, the same God who delivered you through, He will see you on your way out. May God deliver you from every pending danger that is waiting for you. One last story, I close. One day I went to take a visa to go to America. We were 26 in number. It's my final, it's my Christmas story, last story. Now we were 26 from school to go and take the visa. As we, as we got to the, high, um, the embassy, American embassy, the other 25 people, they look at me, they say, Pastor, at that time, I was a student. They said, Pastor, pray for us. <laughs> so, you know, most. I said, close your eyes. All these bad boys, close your eyes. And I prayed. When I finished the prayer, then we went inside. Now, when we went inside, they sat us down. And I was number one. I don't know how it happened. I got ticket number one. And the other 25 were sitting behind me. And they were all giggling behind the Oh, once the pastor goes, he will open the door for all of us. Hey! Pressure! So we sat there, then they called my ticket. So then I went. Now, American embassy, they operate like FMB. You just go and stand. Everybody can hear whatever you are doing. The British are not like that. They are more private. They take you to a corner. They interview if you lie. They, they bounce you. If you say the truth, they give you the visa. That's all. The Americans, they want everybody to hear that they are refusing you. So she called me and I came to stand there. And she asked, she asked me a question. I think she asked, are you so-so-and-so? I say, are you a student? I say, yes. I say, where's your student ID card? Now, I didn't have one, although I was a student. Because they had changed it. My old one had expired. So I started to look for it. No, maybe an angel will come and put it there. You never know. Why are you? You are not spiritual. So I started looking for it. I looked for it in my document. So I had a file, so I started. And I was hoping that as I was looking for it, she would go to the next question. She didn't. 
after a while, she looked at me. And I looked at her. And we eyeballed each other. As soon as we eyeballed each other, she lifted up the stamp. Hey, you should never want to see a, a, a visa interviewer lift up a stamp. Never pray against it. She lifted up the stamp and flipped my passport open. And she looked at me a final time, eyeball to eyeball, to let me know that I am the one doing this thing to you. And then she just stamped the passport. Bam! Received U.S. Embassy. It means your application has been denied. Time froze. Because I stood there and she stood there. And we look at each other. Then she put my things under there. The FND thing. And she pushed it towards me. And I kept looking at her. And she kept looking at me. Eyeball to eyeball. Eyeball. We're checking who will blink first. (laughs) So at a point, she couldn't stand it. So then she shut the blinds. And I was still standing there. And I was thinking, these 25 people behind me. So I was standing there. As I was standing there, it just crossed my mind. Begin to speak in tongues. Then I started. I closed my eyes. After about 60 seconds, the shutters opened again. And I, I, I don't know, but I thought she was expecting to see somebody else. Then we eyeballed each other for the final time. Then she pulled my documents to her again. She said, come for your visa at 4 o'clock. Same time. Now, to tell you how sweet that victory was, after that, she bounced all the 25 people. Yeah. And she bounced them quicker than the amount of time it took her to interview me. She just got number two. Bam. Number three. Now, when they mention your number, you don't want to go. <laughs> After one question, pam, pam, all the 25. So now, as we were going back to school, with all of them, I couldn't even smile. Yeah, because they had bounced. I had to behave as though I was also bounced. But the difference, this is what I'm trying to point out. The difference between myself and the 25 was that I had a savior. And I remember to call on the savior at that time. In Joel 2, the Bible says, And everyone that shall call on the name Jesus, on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Shall be saved. May you be able to call on God in your time of trouble and he will send a savior to you. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. He's a savior. He's a savior. Christmas is the season where we celebrate our savior. Our savior. Lift your hands and just thank God for sending a savior called Jesus to save us 
from our sins. To save us from a problem that plagues all human beings. All human beings. All human beings. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Thank you for the Messiah. Thank you for the Savior. Thank you for Jesus who came to deliver us. Who came to save us. Who came to rescue us from sin and its punishments. We give you glory. We give you praise. Show up, Lord, in every life that is represented here. Whatever situation we are facing, show up, Lord, and rescue us and deliver us and deliver us and save us. We give you glory. We give you praise. We exalt you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you for this wonderful and beautiful celebration. Indeed, may we see you moving in our lives. We hallow you. We bless you. We hallow you and we bless you. Hallowed be your name. Lord and majesty. Lord and majesty. Divine authority. Lift your hands, let's sing. Hallowed be your name. 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 Sing it for the last time. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Pastor, I want to meet Jesus, the Savior of the world. I want to meet Jesus, the one who will save us from our sins. I want to meet him today. I don't want my sins to take me to hell. Please introduce me to the Savior. If you are here like that, with every eye closed, every head bowed, I want you to lift up your right hand. I'll just pray. Every eye closed, every head bowed, please. I want you to lift up your right hand. I'll just pray with you quickly. I want to meet Jesus, 
lift up your don't be shy lift up your right hand this is this is the greatest decision of your life lift up your right hand i want to pray with you i want to pray if your hand is up come to me i want to pray with you you lifted up your hand just come hallowed be your name come i want to pray with you quickly you lifted up your hand Come to me, I want to pray with you quickly. Hallowed be your name, Lord Jesus. Hallowed be your name. prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Say it with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and rose again. I confess you as the Lord of my of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For dying to save me. For dying to save me. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for this young man. Let your hand rest mightily upon him. Bless him. Keep him. Use him to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. What's your name, brother? You are saying some other name, Siao. Something. Okay, mention both. Ndutuzo Siabonga. Siabonga. Wow, Ndutuzo. Siabonga, you have made the greatest decision of your life. When Jesus comes, he will save you. Alright? God bless you. You see our sister over there? She has something special for you. Hallelujah. Please be seated for a second or two. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.